thing. Yes. It's good to experience new thing. The most of the time, new thing doesn't come easy. If one is not prepared for new thing, one will not experience it. That is why many of us find changes difficult. And many a times, when we pray, we always pray for changes. Have I seen anybody that is here, you don't have much money, and you never pray that you have money. But mind you, when you have money, you pray for more security. Huh? Yes. You pray for more security. That is when you want to go out and you ask people, please, suffer that road for me first. I want to pass through it. And they will call God, the road is free. Only people that are just... But many of us, the same road we just passed. Because we are free. Because we don't have this much on us. Entering into the newness through discipleship. Entering into the newness through discipleship. Last week, we consider our team for this year refreshing. And by the grace of God today, we will start considering our team for this year in convention team, Baptist as a whole. And all of our organization, all their weeks this year, we focus on this same topic. Entry into the newness. Entry into the newness. Let me just ask us. How many of us desire new team? I desire, let me just raise up my hand. You desire new team? How many of us desire new team? Thank God not every one of us raise up our hands. Yes. Oh Lord our Father and our God, we are here before you today to listen to you and not to man. Lord, we open our hearts, we open our hair, we open our mind. Speak to us in a way that we will understand your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we are prepared for your word. Lord, we want to hear you. We don't want to hear any man, but you alone speak to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. The word entering can also be referred to as gaining access. Gaining what? Gaining access. Or unlocking what you are unlocking an entrance. How many of us enter this place through window? Let me see your hands. How many of us enter through this place, through window? Nobody. How many of us enter through this place without opening the door? Let me see. Okay? Now, somebody wants to put, okay? The door was open. You did not open the door. Please help me clap for her. 
now you will go out of this place today after the service without opening door. Asha, don't open door for her. And if she's coming behind you, make sure she did not pass along with you. Go and enter. I mean, go out and, clo and close the door. Maybe she will go out without opening the door. Only latch her mode. Before you can gain access to a place, you need to unlock and you need to enter. Entering. The newness. What is newness? Newness means a dimension that is different from the usual. Hmm? A dimension that is different from the usual. From what we are used to. From what we are what? We are used to. That is newness. And I want to believe that everyone seated here today desire new things in life. There is there is no way you will be holding enough that you will always want to desire old things. Even if you are going for old car, you will need the old car to put in a new shape. Am I right? So, newness. I mean, dimension that is different from the usual. Something that has not been used or unused things. That is what we call new. By the grace of God, this year we will consider entering into the newness through many channels as God will allow us. As I've said, we will be considering entering into the newness. Some of the things that new things bring about, you could hear this unusual sound. It has not been like that before. You understand me now? But because we are changing things, we are yet to get there. Now, if we now, because of this sound, and said, ah, we can't bear this, let's go back to where, where we used to be. You understand me now? That we experience the newness because we are so used to we are so we are so used to our condition we don't want to change that's why we, we are like let's just continue the way we used to do it I want to appreciate our engineers God help you in Jesus name today we shall enter in the newness through discipleship. So our topic today is entering into the newness through discipleship. I want to read, go back to the scripture we read, Mark chapter number 3 from verse 13 to 19. We are going to consider some things there. He climbed a mountain that is Jesus and invited those he wanted with him. It means there are some people that Jesus doesn't want. Please correct my English. He invited those he wanted. It means not all people he wanted. 
he climbs up, he climbs a mountain, and he invited those he wanted. They climbed together. He settled on the twelve. For you to experience newness of life through discipleship, you must live a valid level. You cannot be where multitude are and you say you want to experience newness. You need to stand out. You need to do things differently from how people used to do it. You cannot be content with your condition and said and tell me that you are not content with the result that your condition is bringing. If you want to improve your result, improve your condition. No worker will increase your salary without giving you a higher level. If you have received a higher salary with the same condition, with the same level, let me see your hands. No. You need to leave your level to the next level before your result will improve. Brethren, be ready to leave your level. That's the level you operated last year. You can't operate the same thing this year. He was in the valley with them. He was there in the valley. But he was like, if I should make my, make my disciple this time around, those people that are worried and those people that don't worry will come to me. Let me lead to a higher level. And he climbed up to the mountain. It's only people that are ready to climb with Jesus that will be his disciple. As someone that wants to enter into the newness of life, we should be ready to take the following steps. The first step, obey without asking questions. If you want to be Jesus' disciple, you must first obey without asking questions. No, I, 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 I later realize that it is only in Christendom that discipleship is meaningless. I will give you instances. It is only in Christendom that discipleship doesn't have value. I will give you instances. Let me start from what we know. What we can see around. To what we can visualize. As many of us that stay, even myself that just came around to Kaduna, I know. The Esak is follower. Some of us, we said, what they are doing is wrong. They are doing a perfect job. If Christian could do that, 
the church will not remain the same. Their leader was incapacitated for how many years? And the follower continued to follow. And they continued to lay down their life because of only two people, the man and his wife. And they will shoot them like that. They will say, shoot us. You must release our leader. How many of you can do that? When we asked you to come early in the church, you said the weather is not good. And they themselves, they will, they will leave the same weather that you are afraid of, they will go outside in the same weather to face death. And you are saying they are unbelievers. They believe more than how you believe. They were there. They, I mean, they, 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 their leader was not there to give them order. But because they have dropped their own personal life and took up the life of their leader, they, their own life is meaningless to them. But the life of their leader is what is meaningful to them. And they are ready to die for their leader. Brethren, you can't be a follower of Christ if you are not a disciple. Yes! It, sometimes it pains me when you see the way we behave as Christians to things of God. It is only when we are in problem that we are serious in place of prayer. Yes. It's only when we have issue to set you. That before they call for prayer, you will be there. After that, Pastor, you don't understand. What are you going to do that we don't understand? The most difficult job profession in the world is pastoral. You are all seated with many professions. I must be able to come to a level to minister to you. God cannot do that. Ask the doctor to come and give a hand, to come and prepare a balance sheet. Do you think all these things I'm just talking about, these are accounting, all this ICT, do you think I'm just doing it to, to make fun? I need to go to your profession to know what you are going through before I can meet your need. If not, I will abuse your intelligence. I must not do that. I have to study all, I have to know, I have to know what the, the bakers are going through. So that I will not say they are using acid to bake for us. You understand me now? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And when they ask me what are they used to bake, and I can't mention flour, I can't mention yeast, I can't mention all those things that are common. And if they ask me what is a county, I can't mention balance sheets, I can't mention some other things. And if I come, I have. Do you understand me? I must live my own personal life and change my life to the one that called me. Obey. Mark chapter 1 verse 18. The message. Mark chapter 1 verse 18. I need that the message. It tells me of something that Mark chapter 1 verse 18. Anybody there? Okay. Let me just do that myself. Okay. Say to it. Thank you. Let me have the message. They didn't do what? They didn't ask questions. Many of you, before you are asked an, a, a question, you have three answers to give. 
as I'm going to church today, pastor will ask me, why did I come late? If I tell him the weather and he doesn't, he doesn't agree, I will tell him when I get to Boston, I didn't see Okada. If he doesn't agree, I will tell him that there was no petrol. What do you want to tell me that I didn't know? Before you tell me that I have answer for you, when you are traveling, when you be traveling to the west, and you are to enter, board your bus in uh, Mondo, and they tell you come by seven o'clock for your bus, will you not be there before seven? Huh? You are going to pay them, oh, not fear of charge. You will use your money to pay them, and they tell you if you don't come by seven, the bus will leave. I, I did the same thing. Now, the person that drove me to Mondo, I have to call him. We got to Mondo to seven. At the end of the day, when I got to the place, I discovered that I'm the second person. Well, I'm the second person. The vehicle of about 10 load. The second person. So I have to wait. I have to be gentle. If I'm not gentle, I will go back home. Once in a Sunday. Once in a Sunday. I mean, once in a week, that's on Sunday. But pastor, this is a Sabbath day. The day we need to rest. It's only people that are rest in peace, resting in peace, that will not wake up early to worship their God. And I'm not praying that you should rest in peace in the way the people you are saying. You should be alive. You should be alive in peace now. If you are alive in peace, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are alive in, in peace in Jesus' name. A disciple will not ask questions. A disciple will not ask question. That is just it. Let me tell you the one you know. Again. The Muslim. You know, when I say about the Muslim, I have authority in that area. The turban they are putting on head. What it's meant for is because of the place Prophet Muhammad was a desert place where we have blows of winds and, and sand. Many a times it blows off their cap. They use it to tie the cap to their head. Later they turn it to cultural and religious dressing. No wonder you will see some of them that believe in that doctrine. In our area we are, where we are not living in desert and we are not living in, uh, where we are having what is it called? Winds. They will still do the same thing. Forgetting that the environment in which they are living in is different from where they you understand me now. Because they believe they must look like their master. If we ask any one of you to dress like Jesus, you will tell us that is Hodis. Have you ever seen Jesus wearing rag? Have you ever seen Jesus, I mean, I mean, sagging? Have you ever seen Jesus, I mean, dressing somehow that people will be asking? Are you a Christian? Disciple. Entering into the newness through discipleship. Number two. Be ready to stay with the master. Verse 14. The place we are reading. Mark chapter 3. Be ready to stay with the master. Yeah. Verse 14. He said, and he appointed the two, twelve, 
so that they may be with him and he may send them out that they may be with him that they may be with him are you with the Lord some years ago three years ago I mean before we came around to Kaduna somebody met me and my wife not even I mean people have been saying it me at least I can cut off three people he said why did you people look alike I said are you sure we look alike he said yes well, I'm not disputing and I said we look alike because we have been sleeping together for the past 14 years I never sleep on a different bed. I never pray that God would give me money that will buy two beds. My wife will be sleeping one, I will be sleeping another one. Or I will have enough money that I will build a house that my wife will have a madam bedroom and I will have a master bedroom. It will never happen in my life in Jesus' name. In fact, it is only when we got to this place that the church intend to put us asunder a little bit. But when we got here, the bed they gave us was about 8 by 8. We are using 4 by 4. How can you use 4 by 4 and you will not sleep very closer? Please, you are using 8 by 8. Change it to 4 by 4. Or 6 by 6. So that you move a little bit closer. When you are closer to each other, you resemble each other. Be closer to Jesus. You are not resembling Jesus because you are not close to him. That's just it. If you are closer to Jesus, we will resemble him. They stay with him. Number three. Be ready to submit to the master. Luke chapter 6 verse 40. Be ready to submit to the master. Luke chapter 6 verse 40. Yes. He said, a disciple is not above his teacher. But everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. When a medical doctor trains you, what do you become? Engineer? Engineer? No. You become a medical doctor. You understand me. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you not noticed some family that you just see the father being a doctor and later you just see the children, doctor, doctor, doctor? Have you not noticed? You just see that it's natural. When other people are looking for admission, the way they get admission to medicine uh, college like this is very cheap because what? They have been sleeping with who? Doctor. I see a family that their father, you know, you see a family, I mean, the father, maybe mother is a lawyer, but it's only the pastor's family. That when you have their children, that you want to become a pastor, I've tried that on my children, I say no. I said, don't worry, I said more than that when I was going. And do you know what? 
They don't love the profession because the way we pastor portray ourselves. Many pastors portray themselves as beggar. Many pastors portray themselves as somebody, as second class citizen. If you are looking for first class citizen in this assembly, I should be the one. I can't because I don't have money, I will be looking like wretched a beggar. If I'm putting on a cloth of 10 years ago, I will hire you in such a way that you will be better than the one you bought yesterday. It is not a new cloth, it is a new mind. If you have old mind and you put on a new cloth, it's useless. I know, baby, I mean, you the children, they will not pray that they don't want to become a pastor. You know, you know, you are saying that they will not pray that they want to come a pastor. I know how we get there. That's why my children say, Daddy, I want to become like you. Yes! Be ready to become like the master. Men in the house. If your daughter said you don't want to marry a man like my father, be careful. Mother in the house, if your son said I don't want to marry a wife like a mother, you have failed in your duty. You just give you your results, a, 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 a result sheet. Your son should pray, God give me a wife like my mother. And your daughter should pray, God give me a husband like my father. That's why I have the consciousness that you people, you are the second Baptist church. My family is the first Baptist church. Take it or leave it. If my family is not good, you will not listen to my sermon. Forget about the anointing. It will drop on ground. So I'm going to give my chance, my time to them to satisfy them. And if the remaining one, you can, you can hit the remaining one. Huh? I will give it out. Enough of those days. The pastor will just be a vagabond among the people, especially his family. We need to do what? Become like a master. Number. Be ready to submit. Number one, obey without asking questions. Okay? Number two, be ready to stay with the master. Huh? That's when you now become your assignment now. Number three, be ready to do what? Submit to the master. Now, number four, be ready to become like the master. That's what we are talking about. Be ready to do what? Become like master. Be ready to become like the master. Doing away with, I mean, doing away with your character and the way of life and take up the master lifestyle. Brethren, Jesus desire that we take up his own lifestyle. Jesus desire that we do what? We take up his own lifestyle in our relationship. There are some people here, there are some people who call themselves Christian. The malice for last year, the, the, the malice for this year, they have already kept it last year. When they use all last year malice, huh? And they, they went into 2023 as at last year to continue to use malice of this year, last year. And the one in 2024, they are trying to draw it to use it. 
they can keep malice with anybody. Is that part of Christian character? Please, I'm begging us. If you want to enter into the newness of life, the first way to do it is by discipleship. Number six. Be ready to live a disciple life. Be ready to live a disciplined life, an out of box life. Yes, out of box life. Come out of your comfort zone. Come out of what you are used to. Come out of what those people know you to be that is not good. Be ready to live a disciplined life. The word disciple is, is derived from the word discipline. Your attitude to discipline determines whether you are a disciple. There are some people when you correct them like this, the next thing you'll be, you'll be using phone to chase them. Bro, sis, we have not seen you. Bro, what happened? And there's nothing. Even if some people even pick your phone. Even if some people even pick your call. Your attitude, your mindset to discipline determine whether you'll be a disciple. That was a story in the scripture, the story of David. David in the, in the, in the, in the war front, in the wilderness. I don't know what just happened that it was only David that was thirsty. It was, it was thirsty, it was thirsty. And he said, I am thirsty. And three of his men just gathered themselves. And they went to the camp of the enemy. And they went into the, in the midst of the enemy. They are not there though. They are just sleeping. And they drew water for their master. And they brought it back and said, Master, this is what I take. If Jesus said he's taxi, will you risk your life to give him water? Will you risk your life to give him water? A disciplined life. A life that somebody is over your life that will tell you, son, sit down there. Uh, let me just tell you this, please. Brethren, if you are here and you are living a life, you don't have an accountability partner, you are endangering your life. If you are here and nobody and they did not know whosoever that can talk with you that will take that thing you are holding from your hands. That thing that is not good. And they are like, who can we report to? Who can we tell? Who can, who can we consult about this brother, about this sister? And they could not find anybody. Brethren, change your life. Somebody reported somebody to me. And I was like, don't worry, I will speak with the person. And I approached the person in the office and said, I greeted, shout, and I said, somebody call me on this, this issue. He said, Reverend, 
there is nothing you can tell me I will not take. I didn't call him to my office. I went to his office intentionally. On this issue, there is nothing you can call me even if my ogre thank you and I stood up. And I stood up. He said, so, 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 pastor is talking about it. So, 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 pastor is talking about it. You are just coming. If you have counted two pastors, I'm the third one. I make reference to my ogre, what can I say? Brethren, if you have that spirit, it is not of God. It's not of God. It is true, this what I'm telling you sometimes always be the problem of some, some pastors. But before I enter into the ministry, I have like, no. It will never be my downfall. If you are here and nobody can say what you are holding, give it to me. And you will release me that complaint. And somebody will say, ah, this is it. Jesus took away Peter's profession from him. He took his normal life from him. It's only Peter that his family was referred to. Why? Because his mother-in-law was sick. Do you understand me now? Not that they neglected their family, but they're like, they devoted their life to the master. That is discipline. In conclusion, Discipleship is more of discipleship is more of a relationship than a classroom environment. It involves nurturing a soul in the way and character of the Lord. Discipleship is more of what? Relationship. The relationship you created with the Lord. That is when your life will be transformed. It is not always in classroom, the one we always have it. Have you concluded your lesson? Okay, you did not read this lesson. Go and read it. When he was reading and he was forgetting it. So how would he know anything? It is relationship. It's all about relationship. If you want to know more about Jesus, move closer to Jesus. By the grace of God, God, I, God is leading me that we start a discipleship workshop. And by the grace of God, from next month, we are going to start a discipleship workshop. I will prefer prayerfully uh, enlist some people. Every one of us is going through this. Yes. But I will be the one that will be taking it. I will be taking it. And I have a book that we are go going to be using. So I'm going to start with 10 people first. The first set of people will be so whosoever that is ready to join our midst. If you have a visitor that is joining us as a member, it will be part of us. 
and randomly I will pick from the congregation. If I enlist your name, I call you and you say you are not ready, I will release you. I will pick another person. There is this lesson, the lesson that some of us have done, lesson six. That is what we'll be using. And I've been praying to God, we'll be using it not like the regular way of using it. It won't be a classroom work. It will be a relational I mean, a, 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 a workshop. Relational and workshop, I mean, discipleship workshop. We'll be having it during the Sunday school hour. We'll be using Sunday school hour in my office. By the grace of God, from next month, we start that. We must be disciples. Let me just ask us a simple question before we pray. The way we see a Sakisaki follower, I know you don't know them, me too, I don't know them, but the way we see them operating, do you perceive that any one of them will want to do what? We want to rebel. I mean, do you perceive that, let me say, majority of them because when we see the place we read, verse 19, let's read it. Mark chapter 3, verse 19. Let somebody read from the congregation. And Jesus is carried. Ah, Judas is carried. Which also betrayed him. And they went into her house. Do you know why? He was not disciple. Jesus called him among the twelve. But while they are having this training and everything, his mind was afar off. And the sad news here is that Judas Iscariot is from the tribe of Judah. The same tribe with Jesus. The only one. <clears throat> Out of the twelve, Judas is the only one, was the only one in the tribe of Jesus. Too much familiarity. Don't let it kill you spiritually. Do you understand me now? Many are closer to the altar but far away from the kingdom. Don't be closer to the altar to the extent that you'll be far away from the kingdom. Too much familiarity. Hey, respect to I had enough already. I may not need anyone from you. But what I'm saying is that don't let too much familiarity send you to hell. If the rich man in the scripture will go to hell, the rich man, let me tell you one thing. There's nobody that will go to hell that, that God will cry. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? There's nobody that will go to hell and God will be crying. Okay? Ah, ah, nobody! If you get there, you meet your mates. If you get to heaven, you meet your mates. You can't be the one in the same class, class in, when you get anywhere. So, God will help you. Judas betrayed him. And Judas was the only person from the tribe of Judah. That of Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Shall we pray? Shall we pray? I want you to pray. God help me. 
let me help me to enter into the newness through discipleship. Discipleship we are talking about, we are talking about your relationship with Christ. Your relationship with Christ. Your relationship with Christ. That is all we are talking about discipleship. Your relationship with Christ. I closer are you to Christ. I hope somebody is talking. I hope somebody is desiring more relationship. Oh Lord, our Father and our God, we've heard your word. Oh Lord, we pray. Help us to do that that is right in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we want to move to another level. Another level of relationship. Heavenly Father, we desire this. Grant us by your mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord.